Your life is a lie. But so was that statement. Or was it? Is your life a lie? Do you feel like it is? Maybe that's just a really good fabrication. Maybe your life isn't a lie. Maybe it is. Maybe you'll never know. Maybe you'll go crazy thinking about it. Nah, your life's not a lie. (laughs) Or is it? LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome back to LIW, Fear the Walking Dead Review. Episode 60. What the fuck? How am I at 60? It seems impossible. I guess doing all those comic reviews really, you know. Added, padded the numbers, I suppose. So today's episode is 213, Date of Death from Fear the Walking Dead. I'm always confused with the call this show in the beginning because it is the Walking Dead review and I'm doing Fear the Walking Dead review. I, I don't know. I don't know. You, you know where we're at. It's in the title that you downloaded, so figure it the fuck out. If you don't know what you're doing and listening to just a random episode of me talking to a microphone, I, don't, I, don't, I can't help you. I don't know what you're doing with your life. You, you've made some major mistakes and I can't believe this is the worst mistake you've made so far. So this one is starting off where the last one ended, where Madison was a complete fucking idiot and turned on the hotel light because she has a an addiction to stupidity, I guess is a good way to say it. She makes really bad decisions and then is just a staunch refuser. She's like a Donald Trump. She just makes terrible decisions, says terrible things, and then goes, nope, never said it. It's fine. It's It's going to be fine. I know what I'm doing, you don't. And you're like, that declarative statement doesn't really change the fact that you made a terrible mistake, and you saying it wasn't a mistake doesn't make it not a mistake. You're just saying things, and I don't know how to deal with you. And I, you know what I mean? It's just, she does things, and it's like, oh, well, that happened. I guess there's nothing we could have done about that other than, I don't know, maybe thought ahead. She had, like, I don't know how far away the fucking... Uh, marketplaces from the hotel she had that whole time to think about it and and in that time her best decision was yep gonna turn on that light when i get back light it up like a fucking christmas tree like a big fucking candle in the middle of this vast zombie wasteland in the desert so you'll really see it for like 50 miles because it's flat as shit people are just gonna come in droves it's gonna be it's chaos (sighs) yep that's my best decision i better not think about that the rest of this walk back because we have to goddamn walk. Oh my god. What when it, I hate her. I hate her so much. Actually, I think they drove, but to be fair, that's that's a long drive. Anyway, the um obviously this one starts with a crowd of people outside the gate because obviously she turned on a light. Because she's obviously an idiot. I'm gonna keep saying obviously because it should have been obvious to her. So Travis approaches the gate. And somehow they do this weird maneuver where they don't really explain it and they don't really show it that well, where they open the gate enough to let one man in and then they just close it on him and the people outside and it just lets one person in. And I'm like, that was convenient. That was a good move. I want to know how they did that. Whatever. I guess that's what they wrote in the script. So now we got to shoot it. So let's just not show it that well. There's a Travis goes up top, starts talking to Madison. He she's like, what happened to Chris? Where is he? And he's like, oh, bitch he does not want to speak to her at all he looks like he's sick of her shit and he's like i wish he was like seriously you turned on the goddamn light why why do you hate living so much why do you hate your family 
You love your family so much, you're willing to get us all killed. So there's a flashback he, where he's telling the story of what happened to Chris, and it's, it's the, the farmer gets shot, you know, and then before he gets killed, he shoots the kid in the leg, one of the kids, James, and Travis goes in to find supplies for his leg to heal it because um, he's a medicine man suddenly, and he finds literally every supply he fucking needs in like three drawers in under a minute, and it's kind of amazing. He should be a burglar. Um, he should have before the zombie apocalypse, obviously. Well, afterwards, it, it's it's a useful skill if you can find everything you need that quickly. But beforehand, that would have been a really good career move if because he just like I need thread. Whoop! Here's thread. Whoop! And it's, it's like they're all labeled with what's in it, and it's just like thread. And then this one says scissors, and this one just says like hydrogen peroxide. He has a hydrogen peroxide fucking drawer in this guy's house at a farm. I don't. That's what it felt like. It was just so quick, and he found everything. And seriously, under a minute, he goes back out. He stitches up this kid's leg. And then he buries the farmer. And I was like, dude, you did so much. I got so much stuff you did. That's crazy. The, uh, the kids are all around a campfire, and they're eating chicken. And Travis is like, dude, eat the eggs. What are you doing, you dildo? You, you, you eat the food that the food makes. You don't eat the food. You, you're limiting your supply on food you know, by a lot. You eat the goddamn eggs, you, you fucking idiots. And then the kids are like, no, we're going to eat the chicken. And... Um, you know, he has a back and forth with Chris about how he should not be eating. He's like, you killed a man. You should at least let that affect your appetite. I've forgotten how to speak in this apocalypse. I'm sorry. Um, James is inside the, the barn healing. And then Travis is like, I don't know what's up with the pain. How are you feeling? He's like, it's about a four. It's about a four, bro. It's no big deal, bro. And he's like, like seems super scared of the group. And he's like, I can tell you're in pain, dude. If you if you need if you need help, just let me know. I'm not, I'm not gonna like tell them. I'll just I'll, I'll help you. You know, I don't have to tell them. He's like, no, it's four. It's four, man. I swear. So Chris tells Chris basically tells Travis he needs to be careful how he plays this and that he needs them. And that's a very ominous thing. And you can kind of guess where it's gonna go from there. This is a bunch of like. Chris is an interesting character to me. I, I'm, I love it. I, I love what they've done with him in it so far. The fact that he's just like turning before your eyes—it's interesting. So Travis tells Madison what happened with Chris. Basically, he's still telling the story. Um, the group goes to leave. They're like, "We got to get going." He's like, "It's only been a week. His leg needs more time to heal. Like, if if you let him heal, he will be able to go with you." And James is like, "No, I'm not feeling any pain. I'm good." And then he can't fucking walk though. If you're not feeling pain and you, and you can't walk, you're lying. You're lying about something. Either you, either your spine got pierced or you're lying. It's one or the other. So Travis, before they go, Travis wants to write uh, the, the guy's name on the grave marker, which is why it's called Date of Death, because he's looking around and he's writing the date on, on the cross. And he's going through the guy's house, finds his fucking wallet. I don't know why the wallet was in his house, but whatever. So in the truck... They, eventually they go to leave and then James passes out from the pain and then they have to go back and obviously so back in the barn uh, the, the Travis is uh, realizes he has to defend them because I guess they killed the last guy there was four of them originally and they killed the one guy who got hurt it sounds like they just got kind of hurt and they shot him in the fucking face and this is this is why James is all freaked out so because of this Travis pulls a gun on them and, you know, he just stops the kid from killing James. They're, they're going to fucking kill this kid because he can't walk yet. Not because he'll never walk. 
And they can't. They don't go. Oh, we'll leave him behind then. Let's all leave now. They go. Nope. We're staying behind until we can kill him. And that's a real psychopath way of thinking. That's not. That's not a winning uh, mindset in this world. It's 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 actually terrifying. Because even if he's like, I'm I'm fine. I will live if you don't kill me. The only thing that's gonna kill me is fucking you. So go ahead and don't do that, and I'll be fine. So, this is when James tells Travis about how they killed their friend because he was too injured to move, so they just fucking shot him. Um, yeah. So, the next morning, Chris comes in, and he knocks on the door. Um, Travis has the barn all locked up, and he's just sitting next to James. Chris comes in, brings him food, and he's like, I'm sorry about that. That was crazy. I can't believe I did that. Like, I really changed my mind about this. And at some point, you're like, oh, he's, he's just fucking with him. He's just lying to his dad. And you realize it's a distraction because he hugs his dad and holds him. And then they come in, and Brandon comes in, and James is like, no, don't do it. And then Brandon just fucking shoots him in the head. And he just plain wants to kill him for no reason. It's like they're out, and they're they're moving some stuff, some wood. And he's like, oh, fuck a splinter. And he's like, oh, no, no. And he gets shot. And it's like, dude, that this is a splinter. Like, yes, he was shot in the leg, but he was healing. It takes more than a week to heal from a gunshot to your fucking upper thigh. It's going to take some time. Just just a little bit more time, maybe another week, and he would be able to at least, you know, move without be, passing out. He's not going to, like, play any fucking soccer games anytime soon, and that is not a racist reference because it's in Mexico, okay? I'm, not, I'm just saying he's not going to be running around, you know, saving everybody. He's going to take some, take some getting used to the leg and some more healing, but just, you know, got to shoot him in the fucking head with a shotgun, that's for sure. That's, that's sure shit. Jesus Christ, you psychopaths. So, um... Travis goes out and then because they're all going to leave Chris and the other guys, Brandon and one of the fuck the other kid's name is. I forget. Um, he's like, just so you know, Chris, that guy's name is Elias. And he's like, so he's like, you should know his name. because You're going to be thinking about it later. He's basically like, I want to haunt you with the kid, the guy's name. OK, I want you to have a dream where he crawls out of his grave and comes after you, Chris. Anyway, I love you, buddy. Bye. But he's like, I, you know, that his name's Elias, so that you got that to take with you because I can't go with you. They go to leave, and then this is a great moment because Travis starts going like, Ah, oh, Chris, oh, come on. God damn you, Chris. God damn you. I was like, that is a badass last thing to say to your fucking kid. Because when it cuts back to Chris t- or Travis telling his, his wife, his stupid shitty wife, about his, his last words to his son and how they were, God damn you, Chris. He feels a little guilty about it. And I'm like, dude, you, you did everything you could. You tried to reason with him. You tried to threaten him. You tried to just place a wedge between him. And you tried to go, okay, we need him. Let's all go together. And none of it worked. None of it worked. You, you officially have the right to yell, God damn you, Chris, when he's that big of a disappointment. He's not a disappointment because he's like, a, you know, my kid's gay. I disown you, God damn you, Chris. Like, it's not like that. He, the kid literally has mental problems. That is is not going to be fixed in this world. It's only going to be encouraged. And I say encouraged for some reason instead of encouraged. But it's going to be, he's really going to get a lot of of help being a psychopath in this world. Anyway, my voice is starting to dry up. So all the people um, that were outside the gate when Travis got there that somehow magically didn't get in are now inside. And they're like in the garage for the hotel. 
And they're all like, why are we here? I'm like, what are you supposed to do? What do you, you guys need help. They're all there because they all, you know, they need doctors and shit. Turns out these, these zombie wasteland, a little bit, uh, a little bit dangerous. You know, you get a couple boot, a couple bumps and scrapes and bruises and shit. It's not, it's not, it's not good on the, the old body there. So Madison, um, goes to tell Alicia, this is, I, I talked about this in the last episode or erroneously. I realized it was in this episode where this happens, where she, it sounds like she's going to go tell her daughter how much she loves her, but instead she tells her that her dad committed suicide and and it's the family's fault, basically. And she's like, what, what, did he leave a note? And he's like, yeah. Uh, I said, I love you all, but that's, but enough's enough. Something like that. And then, then she tells her she loves her. And I was like, God damn, you don't know how to, you don't know how to do a pep talk. She's like, I'm going to, I'm going to really compliment her and make her feel good about herself. But first, really got to bring down that self-esteem and make her vulnerable. It's like, uh, making a wound wider to fit in some, some gauze and then you can seal it shut a little bit. I'm just doing a, a, a walking dead reference here. Some sort of analogy. I don't know if it worked. I'm going to throw it out there. See what, see if it sticks. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode because it, it just ends with Brandon and the other fucking kid, whatever his name is, arriving at the hotel. And they're just standing there. And you're like, oh, some shit's going to go down. Okay, and Chris is not with him. And you're like, oh, no. What? It makes you go, oh, Chris realized that the error of his ways after hearing, God damn you, Chris, from his father, from his loving father who tried everything. Maybe that, you know, dissuaded him from being a horrible monster. You don't know. You don't, you're just left with guesses because it's The Walking Dead. You're not as left with as many guesses as, say, Lost or a show of that ilk. I say ilk as if it's bad, but uh, I love Lost. But it really was frustrating because they gave you no fucking answers, but they would give you 15 more questions every episode. And you're like, just answer two and I'll be fine. Don't. And they're like, I'm going to answer all your questions after this commercial break. And then they get back from commercial and they're like, they're, they're walking around somewhere. And you're like, they answered them off screen. You fucking assholes. Like, I want to hear it. No, oh, God damn you. Lost was frustrating. It was like oh, an abusive boyfriend. He just kept coming back to him for some fucking reason. So, um, Fear the Walking Dead. That's the end of this episode. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Guys, go check out Satchel Podcast Player. Go check it out because you can actually donate to us. And I would really appreciate that because I am a greedy, money-hungry motherfucker. I just want some money. I'm not even that greedy about it. I just want some. You know, just some me money. Go donate one dollar, three dollars, ten dollars. That's what this that's what the website suggests. Three dollars. That's right. Go donate three dollars. Anyway, guys, check out LAWstudios.com. Go subscribe. Subscribe to youtube.com slash loitering in wonderland. Do it. Go masturbate to our videos. They're fun. They'll get you off. Don't worry. Anyway, guys, until next time. And in the meantime, I am and always will be and forever am Phoenix West. So long, citizens.